Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. Yeah, um, you know, got a lot of respect for Kevin. Uh, close to him, but just want to make this week as much about our guys as we can, you know. Um, it'll be good to see him, but, you know, it's the players. It's our guys that are going out and battling. Um, right now, it's, it's the coach's time in preparation, but Sunday is for the players, so... Just trying to get our guys ready to go to, to have some success. Boy, Clint Kubiak, man, he went to the cliche <laughs> university. But I he, I like the fact that he's just kind. Of, he I think he is just a football guy, man. I think he's I think yep. he's kind of a kind of a mad scientist, and he's done a really good job. My skepticism of his age and his lack of experience, clearly through three games, has been unwarranted. I apologize to Clint. So far, he can a good game against the Browns, though. Otherwise, uh, if you beat the Browns on Sunday, you can spout all the cliches you want, Clint. Yeah, I mean, he'll spout them regardless, I think. No, but I mean, we'll we won't give a damn if you're yeah. spouting cliches <laughs> yeah. if, if you continue down this path. Speaking of spewing cliches, this is Purple Daily presented by Surly Brewing Company, and we are Mackie Judd and uh, executive producer Declan Goff. Daily Minnesota Vikings Entertainment, and we just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we all die. And thanks to those of you who watch the show on the Purple Daily YouTube channel on a TCL TV, one of the world's best-selling consumer electronics brands. Just got my dad a TCL TV down in uh, Phoenix, Arizona. He's not very technologically savvy, though, so he's just kind of trying to figure out the whole smart TV thing. But uh, luckily, That's a TCL lot to ask a dad. has a very easy-to-navigate menu. Good. So uh, check him out. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. Every single week, we dive into the gambling angles, the spreads, the markets, etc. You should never take our advice because you'll probably go broke, but we are just curious and interested in what the markets are saying about each Vikings game. And so I got before we get to the actual game and the spread and all that stuff, I got a couple other nuggets for you guys here, starting with this one. According to Football Outsiders, the Vikings are on track, so they do a hundred thousand simulations of the season. With I think it's with uh, EDJ Sports, and they take all the information available, all the analytics of offense, defense, special teams, preseason projection is still in the mix here because we're still early. And uh, based on the Vikings' one and two starts, and based on how they were projected going into the season, Football Outsiders has the Vikings on track to win eight point three games in their simulation. So. Eight or nine wins. Okay. They have a 26% chance to win the division right now and a 38% chance to make the playoffs. 
What are your thoughts on that? Ooh, you know, because of the schedule and the start that they're off to, I think that's all pretty fair. Mm-hmm. I think that's all pretty fair. Now, I have them ultimately at more wins, and I expect more wins than that. But going back to what, what Vegas pretty much established before the season for the Vikings, which two weeks in looked very smart, um, I'm not going to quibble with those numbers. I will say this. Personally, I expect more wins. Yeah, I I would say like one more win. Though, like, I wouldn't say like, oh my god, they're they're really underselling this team. They should be flirting with eleven wins, hit the over, and and go way over above the eight and a half, eight point three that Football Outsiders is saying. Uh, but I think that's about fair where they're at playoff percentage wise. Uh, I, I think only one team comes out of the NFC North. I'd be shocked if a wild card team comes through the North. It, it's probably just going to be the division winner, and that's it. So thirty eight percent with the Packers probably having a little bit more control of their destiny and having a game up on the Vikings. I, I that's all seems pretty dang fair. Yeah, I think I think what's tough is they were supposed to beat the Bengals, and yeah. so they're supposed they're supposed to be two and one right now. And obviously, if they would just make a thirty-seven yard field goal, they'd be three and zero. Oh. Now, there's a lot you could play that game with a lot of teams. Like NFL games come down to things, and guys fumble, there's missed field goals, and you're going to have games that result poorly because of that. You know, I I think if they would have beat the Bengals, obviously they'd be more like in that nine to ten win range. But to me, the biggest thing here and the and the thing that holds their playoff percentage back a little bit, Declan said, you know, the it's going to be tough for a wild card team to come out of that division. So Football Outsiders has a fifty percent chance or better of every single team in the NFC West making the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Cardinals are like forty nine point six percent or something, and the South might be good too. Yeah, yeah the South. You know, and the other thing, when you're looking at the schedule, obviously you get a month in and, and perceptions start to change. Um, right. I think perceptions of some of these teams have only gone up, like Carolina and their the, defensive front. Now, they've played a crappy schedule, but that is that is not a pushover. That's a that's a road game in which you're probably going to be an underdog in a couple a, weeks. That's a far tougher game than we thought. Yep. And that happens. Um, the Dallas game coming out of the bye. Well, Dallas looks pretty sharp. You know, yep. they need a clock management specialist, but Dallas's offense looks pretty sharp. Baltimore, the Chargers. That's another game where at first you're like, ah, yeah, I probably go, probably you know, might go and win that game. Well, they just beat the Chiefs. Uh, Green Bay. For a while, you thought Jordan Love was going to be the starting quarterback. Eh, nope, it's Aaron, <laughs> and he's amazing. The last two games. So. Um, there's not that many light spots on this schedule outside of Detroit, and you know, I think that's what's holding their playoff percentage back right now. If they beat the Browns, it'll go up, obviously. So the, the two biggest flips that I've seen through three weeks so far is, is the Carolina game, which I thought might be sort of tough, now could be really tough. And the flip that is a positive is the Thursday night, December 9th game Steelers. against the Steelers. Yeah, Because if, the big Steelers, ben, if Big Ben's still playing then. It could be a train wreck. <laughs> But, I mean, they, they didn't address the QB position, and I think Big Ben is just physically shot. Yeah, in in September. <laughs> yeah, right. But I'm so, so like, that, that becomes a game that I thought the Vikings might win, but it would be tough. So yeah. it might be a game where you should just win that game. Yep. So, uh, yeah, I mean, 38%. Honestly, I, I would probably just take that. If, if you would have told me, hey, uh, they're going to start 0-2 and still have, like, you know, a 40-ish percent chance to make the playoffs – after that, I would say, all right, I think I think you'd take that and see what happens. Um, according to oddschecker.com, I know I will say I I found this before last night's game was played. 
But this is odds of the first NFL head coach being fired. And going into Thursday night football, Urban Meyer and Matt Nagy were tied at plus 275. They also have implied chance, 27% implied chance Mm. of those guys being the first head coach fired. Would they fire Urban? No, they're not going to. He, I think after he'll the year, quit, he quit. Maybe. I, I think, think he'll he quit before it happens. Yeah, but he's not going to be. They're not going to. They suck. They're not going to fire <laughs> him. They stink. He's coaching. The only amazing thing to date is that he acts like. How am I losing these games? I'll be happy to fly to Jacksonville, which is, by the way, a hellhole, and yeah. tell him you're losing these games because your team's awful, dude. You took over a really bad team. You got hired because your team's terrible. <laughs> This is going to take a few years, so but they're not going to uh, fire him now. Nagy is a different story. That one I can be on board with. He might. Is it possible if the Bears put up another just awful offensive performance? Is it possible he gets fired on Monday or Tuesday? It should be. I don't think he's a good coach. Man, he had a great hmm. first year. He won twelve games. Yeah, I don't they, think he's a good coach. They play the, the Lions. I mean, if they lose to the Lions at home, he gets fired. The Bears are very. Fired. The Bears. And I, I've read stuff about this. They're very slow to move, so like they might not pull the plug, but they should. Yeah. And if they lose to the Lions at home, and that offense continues to look terrible, that place is going to be poisonous. Uh, so Joe Judge is plus four fifty, eighteen percent implied yeah. chance. Yeah, Zach good. Taylor going into last night was twelve percent. I think that I think he's they're three and one, so he's fine. Uh, but Mike Zimmer was fifth on this list at a 9% chance to be the first head coach fired, a plus 1,000. Well, yeah. I mean, you lose. If they had lost to Seattle, we would have spent this entire week talking about his job security, not Kirk. And if they lose to the Browns, I don't th- – first of all, it's not like a major sin because they're great. Like, But if you want to be a team that makes noise in the playoffs, this is the type of game that you need to mm-hmm. win, right? But if they lose, I don't think there's real chatter un- until we get to, like, the Lions and the Panthers games. And you, you, you want to see how the first six games play out, right? I agree with that. So, um, you know, 9%, that's probably fair because he's definitely on a warm seat. But, uh-huh. he, but that performance last week was so good by the Vikings that he, he bought himself a little, a little, I don't know, like some sort of seat cooler or something. Unlock. Some chill boys. I think some chill boys. I think unless he goes, unless they go through a stretch where they like lose four consecutive games or five, I think he is now probably safe for the season. But he definitely will be judged fairly quickly after that. Yeah. All right. Should we get to the actual game here? Are you guys ready to to make a pick here? So the uh, the Vikings Browns spread and the total and the props presented by our friends at Surly Brewing Company, Judd Zolgad. Oh, you know, when I sit down to do keys, well, actually keys does, but that that's fine too, because we're basically the same guy. When I sit down to do keys to a Vikings win, or I sit down to do my projections and I crunch the film and I crunch the numbers, I do it with a surly furious, clear thinking, clear thinking, because I have a surly in hand and a calculator in the other. And what I suggest is that you out there, you go to to the liquor store today. It's Friday as we record this. And you gear up with Surly, and in particular Surly Furious, for a weekend of football and Surly because you'd never, ever want to settle. But you do want to get Surly. Football. And send me your pictures. 
Send me, as Phil says, show me your cans on Twitter. I'm at Jay Zolget. I want to see your surly and your way of watching football. Show me your cans on Twitter. Yes. How you doing? How you doing? Um, I said it's surly cans. So, all right, purple props here. The Browns, as of right now, are two-point favorites in most sports books. They opened as one-point favorites. 67% of bets are on the Browns. Wow. 84% of the money is on the Browns. So a lot of Browns love here, that minus two number here, two-point favorites. Very interesting. A couple other nuggets for you guys, and then we can give our thoughts. So Mike Zimmer is 35-21-1 against the spread at home. That's a 63% cover rate. And that jumps to 69% in non-division games. So he he's very good covering the spread at home, even better in non-division games, and even better than that as a home underdog. He's 9-4, and four, which is almost 70% as a home underdog. Yep. Uh, according to Action Network, the Vikings have the worst defensive DVOA in the NFL in the first half, and they're also dead last in first down defense, uh, first down defense, Combine that with the Browns' number two offensive DVOA and number one rushing DVOA attack, and Cleveland could take a stranglehold on this game early if they set the tone. So basically, if Cleveland gets out to a hot start, both these teams are more built to play from ahead than behind. But um, with all that information, Browns are two-point favorites. Who covers who wins? Judd. Okay, so I think I... I... Uh, divulged the score for the first time on um, Purple Access with Chip Scoggins, which you also, of course, can hear on the Score North Network. But I am going to go with the Vikings win outright 27-24 because they're at home. I think that that stadium with the noise is going to impact Mayfield and what Cleveland can do offensively. Now, I will say the DVOA stuff is very intriguing because Seattle, to me, is not a good team. And if they were... They, they did take the stranglehold that you're talking in the first half, Phil. Uh, but I think that the Vikings, really for the first time, and yeah, for the first time this year, I think the Vikings are going to come out prepared. Uh, the Stefanski thing is going to definitely uh, not only motivate the entire team, but the head coach in particular. And I think the head coach is very good when he's got a rallying point, right? It feels like the Vikings drop off when there's not. When when it's like, yeah, we're really good. What's next? So all of those factors and the fact that this game is at, at home and that nationally so much of public opinion is going Browns, 27-24, Minnesota Vikings win. Declan? Uh, I think the Vikings lose this game close. I think it, it it's it, – I understand why the why the spread is on the brown why the points are on the Browns and they are a better team. It is a to me though kind of shocking how much money is leaning towards Cleveland even being on the road. Like that eighty you said eighty four percent? Eighty four percent of the money is on the Browns. That's crazy to me. I mean that is a that is a crap ton of money for a team that's coming in on the road and a good team. Don't get me wrong, the Browns are probably a top five team in the NFL right now. Um but I, I think this one's gonna be very, very close. And the thing with the Vikings and the worst DVOA 2 uh, nugget, they, they are terrible in the last two minutes of the half. Now, last week against Seattle, I believe they put the clamps down. But in the last two minutes of the half and last two minutes of the game, they've had they have just been a complete sieve on defense. Their defense hasn't been great overall, but that's where they've just been getting absolutely gashed in, an inoppor- in the most inopportune time as well. 
Um, I think the Browns win this game probably by one or two. If it's by one, the Vikings would have covered. So you get basically you get a Vikings one point loss or a Vikings win if you choose mm-hmm. them to cover the spread. But so you think it's a close Vikings I think, loss? I think it's a close Vikings loss where I'm leaning today. I think the Vikings win this game. I think, in fact, uh, Action Network says there is some sharp money coming in on the Vikings looking at these trends. To me, this is a classic example of how this spread and perception looks different because of a missed 37-yard field goal. If the Vikings beat the Cardinals in Arizona, if Greg Joseph does his job and makes that field goal, the Vikings are 2-1, and one, the Vikings are home, and they've got wins against the Seahawks and the Cardinals, two teams in the toughest division in the entire NFL, right? And so I think in that case, the Vikings would probably be like two or three-point favorites. Um, it's, I think it's hard to go back and sort of prove this, but I, I legitimately think this line swung by like a half a touchdown because of a missed field goal at the end of that Phoenix game. And so in actuality, the Vikings, I think, are the team that wins this game. It's gonna be, I think it's going to be close. I've got it like 23 to 20 kind of a thing. And um, I keep looking at these Mike Zimmer numbers against the spread at home as a home underdog. You know, Mike Zimmer doesn't care about like the spread, but it, it kind of goes to show you when teams are perceived to be favorites over the Vikings coming into the stadium, it doesn't go well very often. Right. And um, wouldn't shock me if they lost, but we all kind of answered this too. But the over under for this game, the total is 51 and a half. Now, Judd, you had it 27-24, which puts it right at 51. <laughs> so you've got the under. I actually think it's going to be further under than people think. Like I'm I'm going to go more in like the mid 40s. I'm I'm going to stick with my 23 to 20 final score. But uh, Dex, over or under? You didn't really give a score. So over yep. or under 51 and a half. I do think it I, I I do think it's over. I do think it's over. Uh with with Chipper on on Purple Access yesterday. Um I, I, I think it's gonna be an over. I know last week was an under situation, what was fifty five and a half in that Seahawks game going in, which is insane. Like that is a a, a crap ton of points. And the and the Browns defense is better. It's improved from what it was last year. But I think this is gonna be high scoring and fun. I think it's gonna come down to a last drive by one of the two teams. Um but I would say Browns most likely let's see, you're probably like thirty five, thirty four. Like I, I think it's just wow, gonna be it's, it's gonna be close, man. It's gonna be shootout. close. They're going shootout. That would be that would be fun if it was if it was a a seventy point total in a shootout. It, it, there's it's hard to predict. It's so early in the season. If it, it, I, I I could see a grinded game because these two coaches know each other, but I could also see these defenses just being incapable of stopping each other too. The one thing that concerns me a little bit among the players listed on the Vikings injury report is that Greg Joseph showed up there with a right hip problem. Oh, God. Oh, that's good. I, I hope that's nothing major. Michael Pierce, he, too. Sounds like something. Yeah, and Pierce Pierce has an elbow-slash-shoulder problem and, and was not at practice on Friday. Okay. He was he took part in all the practice on Wednesday, which, which leads me to believe he might have aggravated it in practice, and then he was limited on Thursday. The one good thing I will say is this. The Friday practice, uh, it's not a walkthrough, but it's the least important practice. So... Michael Pierce not being there doesn't necessarily mean he won't play. Yeah. We Dalvin, have not seen the Friday report yet. Dalvin was limited for a third straight day, so he's at least been out there. He's probably going to be questionable. I'm guessing he probably plays. And then Anthony Barr um, limited again, so he's probably going to be questionable. Yeah, and they've been threatening to bring Barr back for like two weeks now, so I have no – I can't even guess. Yeah. 
All right, some uh, some props here presented by Federated. Federated's been helping business owners in the Twin Cities for uh, quite some time, for uh, over 100 years, actually. Federated, did I already talk about Federated, by the way? Nope. No. Okay, good. You did not? You're <laughs> I'm good. going senile here in my mid-30s. I'm so the old one. Federated... Uh, if you're a if you're a disorganized business owner, apparently like me, um, Federated can help with risk management, with bottom line protection, and um, they can just help you be more buttoned up as a business and make sure that something horrible doesn't happen that can you know cause bad things. Federatedinsurance.com and remember at Federated, it's our business to protect yours. All right, props. Kirk Cousins. The over under for passing yards is two eighty one and a half. Over. I'll hit over. If it's going to be 35. Kirk, if, it's Kirktober, man. Yeah, if it's, it's Kirktober. Yeah, it's Kirktober. If it's going to be 35, 34, th- th- it's a guarantee that dude's hitting 300, maybe probably 350. So, yeah, over. I'll hit the over on that. I'm going under. I think he. Could, I think he's very capable of ha- having a good day at, like, 275. Uh, I am going to go under because while Cleveland does have a cornerback out, their pass defense has been stout. Um, and I think you're going to here. Here's the one interesting thing that my guy Coops has done. Coops. If you watch what he's doing, Coops. he actually is taking fewer shots than the old man did. Uh, it's a lot of screen screenplays. It's a lot of short stuff. It's a lot of stuff that again comes down to Kirk. We need you to deliver the damn football as quickly yeah. as possible. So it doesn't lend it itself yet at least to explosive plays so i'm gonna go under phil mackey you know kirk vember is actually his best month if you look at his whole career that's so. my month though so bleep that okay it's my birthday month uh i'm gonna say under as well i think i think the vikings would probably like to run the ball quite a bit especially if dalvin cook comes back and they ran the ball quite a bit last week too and kirk still put up some big numbers but um i think i, I just think in general this is going to be a little bit more of a grinder game than Maybe people think so. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go under. I don't think. I don't think he's struggling to get to 200 or anything. But uh, right. But th- 300s a lot to ask again. Okay, Baker Mayfield 249 and a half. Under. Over. Over. Ooh, ooh, little dissension. Under this. If Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb are who they are, they're gonna run for 300 yards against this defense. He's not. Baker's have to be, Baker has to be Baker in this game. Baker doesn't have to pass a ton. Uh, they're gonna hand off the ball a lot. Baker's gonna be under that. I'm going over. I think he and Kirk will be at approximately a, a, about the same. And, and I do think Dex is right. But I think what we'll see also is some screen passes. Um, so I'm going to go over. And and again, I'll say this. If the Vikings are going to do what I'm saying, which is win, your, pass de- your run defense is going to have to be stout. So far this year in his three games, 321, 213, 246. Two touchdowns, too. Yeah, he, he only has so yep. many rushing. Yep, high completion percentage. Yep. I think the Vikings defense continues to get better. I just I think a lot of this is early season gelling, new pieces, pieces that missed a chunk of last year. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I think they hold Baker under. However, Nick Chubb over under 77 and a half oh. rushing yards. I'm taking the over there. I, yeah, slam the Vikings that over. have the second. Slam the Vikings that. have the second most missed tackles in the NFL this year, and it's it's That's still hitting, gonna dude. be a. Part of a problem. Who said that? I don't know. Well, 
Vegas said it. This is a this is Vegas. I love Vegas, and they do a great job. But yeah, well, Kareem not... Kareem Hunt gets some rushing yards too. It's not just a one man yep. attack. Yeah, but here, Trump's so. like third in the league in rushing yards or fourth. So yeah, over I'm easy. You're going over, yeah. but any t- but this is how it works. Yeah. Yeah, they don't they don't build those big ass buildings in, on the strip <laughs> because. They're just giving money away. Nick Chubb's there. Well, you know what? <laughs> Got to start sometime. Now perhaps they are. Hey, here's 100000 for you and 100000 for you. All right, and then one more for you here. Kirk Cousins, 35 and a half pass attempts. 39 and a half? 35 and a half. Let's say. Um, yeah, under for me. I, I also lean under. I think he gets 30, but I think that that's a little high, so I'll go under. I go under. Some of it depends on game flow, right? Like if they fall behind early, it's over. For like, like he'll go over. Uh, he's thrown forty nine, thirty two, and thirty eight. So he's gone over that number twice. I think there's a chance they fall behind again, and and he has to play some catch up. Maybe, maybe, maybe this is the week he gets his fourth quarter comeback. I'm going over. Okay. Plus, yeah, all the weapons, man. You got to spread that ball around. That's some weapons on this team. So there you have it. Those are your your purple props and your picks for the week here I'd, i really daily. i really would love to know if dalvin is going to play or not because i do think that that definitely impacts the game as as far as strategy from the vikings offensively it didn't much last week they gave the ball to alex madison 26 times or whatever on the ground mm-hmm. 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 i'm just saying i think it has an impact okay well, this is going to be a super fun game, and you'll be able to chime in one way or the other, either with us being your therapists or us being the, 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 the party organizers on Vikings Ventline right after the game is over on the Purple Daily YouTube channel. So check us out. You guys helped us break another monthly record for downloads and consumptions of Purple Daily and of Mackie and Judd and the whole Score North network. So it's been, uh, it's been cool to see the response. And a lot of positive responses on the realistic Randy and Alex Boone episodes. So keep that feedback coming and uh, join us right after Vikings Browns on the Purple Daily YouTube channel for Vikings Ventline. See you guys.